Hi, Juliet the Rabbi here, coming to you from New York City. Good Shabbos, good Yontif. Um, yeah, Happy New Year. All of those things. We're in the middle of it. Um, so many things happening. It's like a whirlwind. Last Parsha of the year, this Shabbat, tomorrow... So I've been asking myself this question, what would it look like? What, it would, what would it be like every single time we made a plan to acknowledge that it might not come true, that it might not come to be, to say God willing after every expectation and after every plan, like, you know, for something as small as meeting someone for pizza or as big as a life plan even, to acknowledge that we have no control over our lives or the future. This is not just a Buddhist idea. This is a Jewish idea. Because this is what Yom Kippur is all about. It's about the idea that things we thought would continue have actually come to an end and acknowledging that and that things that we thought should end are actually continuing, whether it's the state of the world or our own lives, people that we know, anything. We're constantly experiencing endings and new beginnings. It can be no other way. Here we are in the middle of the Yamim Noraim, the days of awe. And these are days of opening to deep reflection. For me, this year has been the first time attending full-on services indoors in a very full, large sanctuary in three years since the pandemic began. A lot has changed since the pandemic began. We seem to forget that. We we want to forget the pain of the last three years. We want to move on, but it's still there. And I personally have still had some mourning to do as I let go of the past, of, of what I thought things would look like, would be like for me at this point as a rabbi, the dreams that I had before. Through this time, because of, oh, I have to say, at the end of day one of Rosh Hashanah, oh, it was lovely. My daughter, our daughter, our younger daughter stayed over with us. She came, for, she came for Rosh Hashanah. And because she doesn't travel on the holidays, um, she slept over and she was here for the whole two days. Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday morning. It was, it was wonderful. And at the end of the first day, we were talking. It was like late at night and we should have gone to sleep, but we were having this intense conversation. And it was what I needed. I think what we all needed because of the big changes that have come about in the past few years. And now we're entering a new, we're in a new synagogue. Um, just, it's been, it, it's a lot of change. It's like, okay, this is not happening anymore. And we're still letting go of it. We're still, there's still this mourning. But I reached, I reached a new place this year, which is amazing. Like to just, to, to accept. Um, so it's not even just like accepting a different kind of future, but also maybe, maybe it's better to say that it's accepting a different kind of present, you know, that Jewish and Buddhist idea of being in the present. 
Now, not, you know, stop imagining. But that's kind of true for all of us, isn't it? It's not just true for me. This Shabbat, we read the last Parsha of the year. In the last paragraph of this last Parsha, Moses is told once again what a disappointment he's been to God. Because there was a moment, one small moment, when he showed a lack of faith. And for this, he will only see the promised land from afar. And then he dies. This is not what Moses dreamed for himself. After 40 years of yearning, this is not the present he'd imagined for himself. He's been working so hard. But this is not where he was supposed to be. He wasn't supposed to be across the Jordan and not crossing in. Before Moses dies, he recites a poem given to him by God for the people to hear. Ha'azinu, give ear, O people. And then he launches into a poem that is made up of God's last warnings. As we launch into Yom Kippur, a time of many warnings, warnings, we have so much listening to do, so much quieting of all the chatter in our heads of the plans we're constantly making. We rehearse our deaths on Yom Kippur, imagining a world where we might actually die, where the worst we can imagine happens. That's hard because it's so hard to imagine that we won't be here. That's why we, we rehearse it. That's, why, that's what Yom Kippur is for, to remind us. All, this, all during this past week, there's this prayer that I just love that's recited or sung on Yom Kippur evening, and it's, you might know it, it's Eitan Katz, um, a melody that he wrote, you can find it on the internet if you don't know it. Lemancha Eitan Katz. It says, act for your sake. Lemancha, O maker, not for ours. See, behold our position standing before you, impoverished and empty. The soul is yours. The body is your work. My soul is not mine. It's yours. Have compassion on your work over the soul that is yours. On Yom Kippur, we come before the mystery of the universe, empty, before our maker, impoverished, begging for our lives, lives that are on borrowed time. And as we pray, we're reminded that we have to do the best we can do with this body and this whole, this soul, these things that don't actually belong to us. So it makes sense to give ear to the still small voice. That's another high holiday liturgical phrase, the still small voice. As we, I, so I have, an, I have an announcement to make because as we launch into this new year of unknowns, I have given ear to a still small voice inside of me that has been telling me for months now, it's time, it's time after three full years of blogging weekly, of putting out a weekly podcast. No, the podcast is not three, week, three years old, but as a package, it's three years old. And the plan is, God willing, to transition into a monthly thing, monthly podcast, monthly blog, in sync with the Hebrew months, with the Jewish calendar. I don't really know where this is going to take me, but I know that I'm making space for new things. 
I'm emptying out space for new things to come into my life. In a couple of weeks, God willing, I will have returned from co-officiating at the two interfaith weddings that I've been talking about, that I've been working on and planning over the past months, and then you'll hear how they went. My hope and prayer is that we all give ear to the still, small voice, present ourselves as empty, and open ourselves to be filled with awe as we step into a new year and something new. Mishana Tova, Umetuka, May it be a good year, a sweet year. May we have faith in ourselves, humanities, and the future. Humanity, one humanity, and the future. Kenya Hiratson, may it be so, and say amen. Good Shabbos. Happy New Year. Until next time.